Amen. Amen, amen. Amen, Lord. Our help does come from you. As we were singing that song, Lord, I just got a picture of a father carrying his son on his shoulders. And Lord, our help does come from you. Those times in our lives when, when things were just bleak and dark, Lord God, those were the times that you picked us up. You put our brokenness, our broken selves on your shoulders, and you carried us through. How great and mighty are you, O Lord. We love you, Father, with all of our heart. This morning, Lord, we're here to worship you. We're here to praise your holy name. We're here to help your kingdom come to this earth as it is in heaven. Father, we're here to be changed in the service so that when we go out into the world, we're different people than we were when we came in, better people, people able to teach and preach the gospel to a lost and dying world. Lord, help us today. Speak to our hearts, Holy Spirit, and don't let it just go in one ear out the other, but go in one ear down to or through our heart, whiz through our brain and out our other ear, so that we can serve you with all of our heart and mind and soul and strength, Lord. So, Father, today, we're here to worship you. We're here to learn of you. We're here to grow in, in the grace and in the knowledge of Jesus Christ. And we're to hear, to hear what the Holy Spirit has to say to each and every one of us. So speak loud and clear, Lord, Lord God, in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. God bless you, everybody. You may be seated. You can get your Bibles out and turn to Matthew chapter 6. We did not finish it last week. Remember, we're doing expositional studies all through uh, the book of Matthew on Sundays and on the book of Genesis on Thursday nights. For those that just tuned in on podcasts and other places that we're airing, you're listening to Freedom Church of the Palm Beaches, and I'm Pastor Joe Trapani. We're glad you're here. You can go to our website, freedomchurchpb.org. FreedomChurchPB.org. PB stands for Palm Beach. So, um, you know, tune in on Sundays at 10 a.m. and on Saturday, uh, Thursday nights at 7.15. And you're going to have some good studies that come from the Word of God. That's what we preach around here, the Word of God. Not my Word, it's God's Word. So we we thank, thank the Lord for putting this place. I had a great compliment this morning. Somebody walked up to me and says, I love what you guys are doing here. You know, awesome. You know, you weren't here Thursday night, but a young lady came in here and wanted to know if we had a deliverance ministry. You know, she went to every church in the area, and they said no. They don't deal with it. But she came in here, and she got dealt with last night, or Thursday night. And hopefully she's going to fill out the form and be here today and turn it back in maybe sometime this week. I always tell everybody, deliverance is for the desperate. That can apply to other things. Salvation is for the desperate. Love is for the desperate, you know, and just keep on doing whatever you say, you know, whatever you think. You need, you need to be desperate at what you're doing. If, you're, if you want to know God, you've got to be desperate for him. You've got to come to, his, to God through his son, Jesus Christ. Um, so we're in Matthew. For those online, also, you know, you can go online and you can even give online. You can check us out. You can see what we believe in. Um, so tune in and and stay with us. You can, if you happen to receive Jesus today, 
um, go to my email. It's joe at freedomchurchpb.org. Joe at Freedom Church. Just add Joe at at the beginning of our email, of our, our website. Okay. We're in Matthew chapter 6. You know, last week we, we heard Jesus tell us how to pray. We went through the model prayer. Remember, I did not say, I told you it, was, it is not the Lord's prayer, our Father who art in heaven, holy is thy name. It is a model prayer. It is a disciple's prayer. It's the Lord teaching us how to pray. And I gave, and I'm going to review, uh, you know, what he said basically as we move along here early in the message, you know. It's, the, it's a model prayer for us to pray. It's not something we're... And he, right before he said that in verse 7 or 8, because the prayer starts in verse 9 of Matthew uh, chapter 6, just before he said that, he says, do not use vain repetitions as the hypocrites do or the Pharisees do. So do not use, but yet many people just mouth the, our Father who art in heaven, holy is thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and, for, and, and forgive us our trespasses. Listen, we can say that prayer 15, 20, 15 times. God isn't impressed by your many words. He's impressed by the quality of your words. And that's what Jesus was trying to teach us in that model prayer. And today we're going to move, be moving into fasting. You know, where he's going to say pretty much the same thing as what he said about prayer. You know, don't. Don't go showing off to everybody. Don't be a hypocrite, a, you know, someone who wears a mask, someone who's an actor, someone who's two-faced, as I showed you last week. Today, I named this chapter, and we're going to start in the 14th verse and go to the end of the chapter, verse 34, Matthew 6, uh, 14 through 34. I named this message, Purpose, Power, and Benefits of Fasting. Fasting. So let's go. We're going to start in the 14th verse. And I'm going to read from my notes, which is in the New King James Version. For if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will forgive also yours. But if you do not forgive men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive you your trespasses. This is an important note here that you need to get established right off the bat Jesus is not talking about salvation. He's not talking about you're going to lose your salvation if you don't forgive your neighbor. It's what he's talking about, the whole chapter, fellowship. That is the context of this verse. It's breaking your fellowship with God, not your salvation. If you're really, truly saved, but you've got to be really and truly saved. You are sealed, and nothing is going to break through that. Nothing can break through the seal of God. But a lot of people that go to church, I'm I'm sad to say, may not even know Jesus. You will not lose your salvation. Its context is fellowship. Fellowship with the Father first, and then your brother or your sister. Your communion is broken because of your unforgiveness. You won't lose your salvation, but your fellowship with both God and your fellow man is broken. That's the same context as the Beatitudes. 
It's quality, not quantity. It's really what it's saying to us. The disciple of Christ should possess the qualities which, you know, which are characterized by Jesus himself. God forgave you, then you need to forgive them. Because unforgiveness is a poison. You think you're poisoning the person you have not forgiven. But really, you're poisoning yourself. Because you're, you're doused with that poison in your own fellowship, in your own body. You think of a child, you know, that is disobedient to the parent. His fellowship with dad is broken, but his relationship has not changed, has it? He's still the, father, the son of his father. His, his fellowship is broken. Dad's mad at him. He's mad at him. You know, mad at dad. You must forgive our debtors, and it releases forgiveness for us. So it's beneficial to both parties to be important to, to forgive. Remember last week, Jesus gave his disciples instructions on praying. Remember, I told you it's not the Lord's Prayer. If you want the Lord's Prayer, turn to John chapter 17. I mentioned this last week. You read the, the, the entire chapter, that is the Lord's Prayer. He starts out praying for himself in the first four or five verses. Then he spends the body of it praying for his disciples that walked with him on earth. And then the last part, four or five verses, he is praying for those that will be his disciples, which is us. He prayed for himself, he prayed for his present disciples, and he prayed for us today. Jesus has prayed for you. So, so that's a model prayer, and the model prayer has an outline. Last week, Jesus gave these instructions on praying. He said, and, and basically it says, you know, our Father... So prayer includes addressing your intimate relationship with God. Our Father. He's now your Father. I showed you last week that only 14 times in the entire Old Testament is the word Father used for God. It's, been, it's over 260 times in the New Testament Father is used. See, the relationship has changed. From, from having the old covenant to the new covenant. The old covenant, a covenant of sin and death, the new covenant is of life and mercy and grace. Prayer includes addressing intimate relations. You would go to him, Daddy, I need help. He's your father. Number two, prayer includes addressing his holiness. Our Father who art in heaven, holy is your name. The elders cried out from the throne of God, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. I'm sorry, it wasn't the elders. It was the seraphim or cherubim, the one with the four faces, one face on each side. When you pray and address His holiness, you're showing Him worship or worthship. Worthship. How what's He worth to you? And I showed you true worship in Genesis 22, which I try to drive home every time. Not every time I preach, but I'm trying to drive home. Worship, true worship in its ultimate form is submitting your will to God's will like Abraham submitted his will to God's will in sacrificing his son Isaac. Isaac submitted himself to God's will by, by submitting, it to, submitting to his father's will who was to bind him and stick him on an altar and slay him. He was willing to do that. He was willing to submit his will to his father's will. I'm sure I, Isaac wanted to live. 
He was submitting to his father's will as Abraham, his father, was submitting to his father's will in heaven. Worship, true worship, it's the first time it's mentioned in the Bible in Genesis chapter 22 when Abraham said to his two men that he brought with him to Mount Moriah, he said, you stay here, me and my son will go up into the mountain to worship the Lord. Worship is submitting your will to God's will. Then comes the, the songs, the praise, the, 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 uh, you know, the love for God in a song. It's in your heart. Prayer also includes adoration. Your will be done. Showing your love and, God and, and, love and deep, deep love and reverence for God by wanting His will, His will to be done on this earth. And you are to be part of it. Every Christian is to be a part of doing God's will on this earth. Because we are the lights of the world. Jesus told us, do not hide your light under a bushel. We are the light of the world. We need to go out and reflect Jesus to the world. Okay? Um, prayer includes acknowledgement. Thy kingdom come. You're acknowledging that you are a part of God's kingdom. Not just the kingdom this kingdom on earth, the United States of America, you are an alien and stranger now since you were born again to, to this world. You are now part of God's kingdom. We're to go out there and tell everybody, my citizenship is in heaven. When I'm gone from this place, I'm going to be in heaven. That's where my homeland is. I'm just an ambassador telling, the, telling this in, in a foreign country, telling the world about my country, helping my country to come to this world, the things to be done like that. Prayer includes supplication. Give us this day our daily bread. We've got to pray for different things, food, clothing, shelter. Jesus said don't be repetitious. Some people say, well, if, you're, you know, if I pray once for, for healing, I should just forget it right there. No, no, because you interpret Scripture by Scripture. So other Scripture says pray, you know, ask and it shall be given. Seek and you shall find. Knock and the door shall be opened. And everyone who asks receives he who seeks finds, and he who knocks, the door shall be open. And by the way, the verb tense there is, is to keep on. He who continually prays, he who continually fasts, he who continually knocks, seeks, you know, and knocks continually. It's something you continually. And then you know the parable that Jesus gave about the woman that was bothering the unrighteous judge where he said, she said, he said, finally, just give her what she wants for she's bothering me. You know, you aren't bothering God. He just wants to hear how the sincerity. Remember I said deliverance is for the desperate? Well, you're desperate. Pray. Pray without ceasing. Seek. Ask. Knock. Prayer also includes repentance. Forgive us our sins. It also includes forgiveness as we forgive others. It's important that you forgive. Somebody asked yesterday in the men's Bible study, um, people say you have to have, you need faith to, for things to happen. And if you don't have faith, it's not going to happen. I says, it's not just faith. It's, it's a bunch of other things. It's, you know, it's, it's uh, obeying God. It's not just faith. You know, it's, did you ask with the wrong motives? How about, do you treat your spouse with respect? These things are all involved in, in answered prayer. You're asking with the wrong motives? 
but you want to you want to be rich you want two wives instead of one i don't know it's just it's got to line up with the scriptures because god will not answer that prayer god it forgives you know prayer includes forgiveness it also includes guidance do not let me be led into temptation you know the prayer actually says do not lead do not lead me into temptation god i showed you last week that was a poor translation you know god does not lead us into sin james tells us that god doesn't tempt us you know we we're led by our own selves do not allow me to be led into temptation in other words even j burnham mcgee agrees with me on that it also includes deliverance you know forgive us our sins how's it go but deliver us from evil Deliver us from evil. You have to know that there's evil in the world, and we need to be delivered from evil. And the Lord is telling us. A lot of Christians pretend like the devil don't exist. And I'll tell you what, if your enemy knows that that you're thinking he doesn't exist, he can walk all over you. You must know he exists. You know, Jesus' ministry was one-third casting out demons. That means that there are demons around. We know from Scripture that, you know, the one-third of the angels, stars of heaven, fell with, the, with, us, with, uh, with Lucifer, okay? Some scholars disagree with that translation on it, but I don't. We know there's many, many uh, demonic forces around. I've run into them in my life, and I'm sure you have in yours. If you haven't, you're going in the same direction as him. You better change directions and go back the other way. Because if you're fighting for God, you're going to run into him. That's all there is to it. Prayer includes guidance. Don't let me be led into temptation. Deliver me from evil. Prayer includes affirmation. Yours is the kingdom, God. Yours is the power, not Satan's, not the devil. Yours is the power. Yours is the glory forever. God says in Isaiah, or I think it's Isaiah or Psalms, two times, and within a few verses, I'll give not, I will not give my glory to anybody. That's why, you remember, Lucifer was thrown out of heaven. He tried to steal God's glory. I will exalt my throne above God. It was I, I, I. And then, of course, prayer includes agreement. The word, simple word, amen, means let it be done. Agreement. So that's the model of prayer, and it's important that we know that. Just don't wrap off the Our Father who art in heaven. Put some thought into it. If you really think about it, you'll be praying for an hour just over that, just over that um, model prayer. Verse 16 through 18, Moreover, when you fast, now we're moving into fasting, do not be like the hypocrites with sad continents, for they disfigure their faces that they may appear to men to be fasting assuredly or one version says truly i say to you they have their reward but you when you fast anoint your head and wash your face in other words be normal okay so that you do not appear to be fasting by men but your heavenly Father who is in the secret place and your Father who is in the secret place will reward